Welcome to YVC Summit, a virtual experience. This is Youth Voices, a series of very linked interviews between volunteers across Youth Volunteer Corps network about the impact we make serving the unmet needs of our communities and its residents. Each podcast will contain a unique story and highlights that we may be miles apart, but we are connected through service. Hello, I'm Kate from the Corvallis, Oregon YBC affiliate. And I'm Anne Marie from St. Joseph. We are both members of the YBC International Youth Advisory Board, hereby called IAP. So we are joined today by Vrishab. So welcome, and we're really excited to have you here today. Uh, first, can you share with us and our listeners where you're from and how long you've been serving with YBC? Um, I am from Canton, Michigan. Uh, technically, my YVC is in Plymouth, which is the neighboring town. And I have been in YVC for um, a little over a year now. Um, definitely a new and exciting experience. Awesome. That's really cool. Have you ever been to Summit before? Uh, no, I have not. Um, last year, I was going to go and something came up and that was... Really looking forward to it. Yeah, I, I I didn't go last year either, so don't feel bad about it. I you know I was looking forward to this year too, but you know this is fun too. So um, before we jump mm-hmm. into questions about your YVC experience, um, how have you been doing in general during the pandemic? Um, it was rocky at first, but you know once I found my stride, I was able to you know get into a whole new routine improve upon my physical and mental health, you know, really get my goals going. Yeah, that's exciting. Have you started school yet? Uh, Yes, actually, I started September 8th, so we are in our, I believe, third week now. Um, Yeah, it's been pretty all right. What does school look like? Uh, Completely virtual. We have a block schedule. you know, it's, it's, a, it's a new norm, but with today's conditions, I mean, what can you really do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, how have you been checking in on your, like, mental health while also checking in on, like, people around you? You know, just making sure I don't overload myself, you know, writing down thoughts as need be, um, providing necessary stress relievers for myself, um, you know, just making sure everyone's doing all right. You know, one person I haven't talked to in a while, just, you know, strike up a conversation, see how they're doing. So, you know, brighten that day up a little, maybe even mine. Yeah, that's that's good to hear. Yeah, that's kind of what's bringing me joy is, like, just talking to my friends, even over text about random stuff. It's, like, it just kind of it breaks up the, like, work because, like you were saying, I mean, it's a new normal, but my teacher's and school is still actually pretty much functioning like normal for us, even though we're all virtual. So, you know, keeping up with the workload, but also like connecting with people. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for being like honest and open. So, cause 2020 has like not been an easy year at all, but you know, there've been positives to look forward to. So, and one of those is hopefully YVC. So, Let's jump into talking about your YVC project. What has been the most impactful YVC project you have served on and why? 
This could um, be the largest or maybe one of the deepest that you've had a connection with. Let's see. Um, I remember a specific project. It was last summer. We went to a daycare. Uh, it was uh, 20, 30 minutes from here. It was called Starfish. Um, I really liked it. I mean, you get to play with the little kids, you know, super energetic, uh, fun and games. Um, I was actually helping out in the kitchen. So, you know, we were, we had music on, it was fun. And obviously seeing the little kids running around, be happy. It's just, it was something that would make anyone happy. Yeah. Cool. So you, yeah, that's, that's great. Our YBC does like daycare stuff in the summer too. And it's like just really positive and it's really fun. So that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what would you say you like learned the most from that project, either through like the service learning lesson or like, whatever agency you were partnering with or your fellow youth volunteers? Uh, definitely patience. You know, with little kids, you got to definitely be patient, careful. Um, you know, the teamwork required to get everything set up, you know, work around everything and everyone. It's a learning, learning experience. Yeah, for sure. Um, how many, like, volunteers did you have for that project? Um, so I think we had everyone go that day just because there were so many things to do. You had outside, inside. I think we had around 25 to 30 of us, and there were a good 40, 40 kids, if I'm not wrong. So, huh? and then the, we all, their parents were also there for the younger ones. So mm -hmm. we had to, you know, work with them as well and stuff like that. Cool. Um, do you have any other projects you want to talk about that you really enjoyed in the last, in however long you've been doing YBC? Um, let me think. Uh, late, I think it was earlier um, this year, actually, right before the pandemic hit in around January, we went to a school and um, did trash pickup. Um, and, you know, just, they only have one person that does that. And to maintain a whole school on your own really takes a toll on, I mean, it was an older gentleman. So, I mean, he can't really do that all by himself. So just helping him out and giving back to those little kids and to help him out for that one time, it was, it was nice. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, just, I think like we've done, not necessarily like jet, like trash pickups, but my YBC has done like in the summer, like helping with school gardens in the past. And mm -hmm. you kind of realize like how much it takes to like keep a school running that you mm -hmm. don't really think about when you're like a high schooler or whatever. And you're just like working on your own life <laughs> and times yeah, is like, yeah, there's a lot that goes into, especially when like, like our school people like maybe, a forestry class or something they will help maintain the the grounds but like elementary schoolers can't do that so yeah mm -hmm. definitely um Anne marie do you have any uh projects you want to talk about uh our fav my favorite one that i'm actually going to do tomorrow is with the animal shelter and we go to maryville it's about a 35 minute drive and they have like a mile field with a pathway that you can walk the dogs 
and they have kittens and we just we spend a few hours there because it will help the animals and it also helps us communicate with others so like with the animals they get out because they never get walked because maryville is a is in the country so they don't get that much business and so the dogs won't be able to stay they don't stay in their cages they get out walked mm -hmm. around and that's awesome it's good for both of us yeah i love volunteering at animal shelters it's just like oh they make my heart so happy the animals I know. <laughs> so so happy. Do you, yeah does your ybc do animal shelter stuff uh not that i know of but i think we were trying to get that going before this whole thing hit because we did have uh, quite a few kids who wanted to yeah. do something like that yeah it's hard i think a lot of people's plans got like kind of mm -hmm. cut off like YBC day is like early March or whatever. And that was right, like for my state when things started getting canceled. So, you know, gotta modify around and do what we can. Have you guys done any cool like virtual projects or stuff to work around the pandemic? Um, we've done care packages, but otherwise not too much just because of the limited opportunities. Yeah, what kind of care packages? That sounds like a cool idea. It was just the care packages for, you know, like the underprivileged, you know, simple, simple life necessities, toothbrushes, toilet paper, soap, deodorant, stuff like that. Non-perishable items. Yeah. You just like compiled them and like went around and handed them out or like through a like homeless shelter through, or? Through a service. I can't seem to remember the name at the moment, but we made them and we shipped them off and they got to where they needed to go. That's awesome. Yeah, um, our YBC did a project kind of like that, but like before the pandemic, and it's like you kind of have a new appreciation for the things that you take for granted. Mm -hmm. When you make oh, those yeah. kind of packages, you're like, oh, there's some people who, yeah. you know, need deodorant, and mm -hmm. you kind of just assume that that's something you have, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anne-Marie, you've been doing any fun virtual projects? Yeah, we actually did a virtual basket, oh. which was, it's like a big humongous packet that you went and you picked it up at the YVC and it had a list with the Zoom meetings that you could go and that were scheduled and you can, like there was different projects, like we had one for the military, for the hospital, for the animal shelters the homeless, like the list goes on. And you could zoom into whichever one you wanted to do, or like the ones that you had time for. And you could do those projects. And then if you didn't, then they would actually have them posted on their website. So like we made paracord bracelets for the military so they can use it like whenever they're out. And then we did some things for the hospital and we wrote some little cards to like help them like enlighten their day from all this pandemic. And then uh, we just done a lot. And then we've also a few days ago did second harvest. We did a family pack, which is a package of fam of food that is going to be distributed on the Fridays to the families who would not have food for the weekend at like all the different schools and high schools and elementaries. 
so they have something to eat over the weekend. That's really cool. Yeah, another example of the things you take for granted, you know, like, because, like, our school district had, like, free lunch setups when school got canceled, and you kind of don't realize, like, that might be the only meal that some kids get every day is at school, so I think that's where, like, service like youth volunteer corps comes in a lot we haven't mm -hmm. uh we did some stuff over the summer but um in like the early part of the pandemic our youth volunteer corps affiliate put together like a thank you healthcare workers video which was like oh. it wasn't like grand but um it wasn't huge I mean, it's but the, it's the thought that counts yeah and um, like I went out and did like a stop motion, like chalk drawing on my street. Some people like filmed with their pets or whatever and made it funny. So, you know, uh, I think that was meaningful too, because again, it's like, you know, I mean, for my town, like the hospital that we have in town is like pretty, like a pretty big part because we're a college town between college and the hospital. That's like a lot of people's jobs. So you know it means a lot to like people in my neighborhood and stuff so that was cool that's good yeah um really and speaking good. yeah it was it was nice yeah um so speaking of like current issues that are going on uh you know we often talk about ybc being like a safe space for youth um Vrishab, how has your YBC like created that kind of like inclusive place for like youth volunteers or community partners? So our YBC is, it actually encompasses a multitude of grades. So you've got younger kids interacting with the older kids. And you know, it, there's obviously that discrepancy between the ages and you can always learn from each other. You know, it creates that interactive atmosphere what they can pull from another, you know, it doesn't have to be just YVC related, like, oh, what should I do on my college apps, or what classes should I take in high school, or how hard is this class, and things like that. It's just that bank of information that is presented to you as you make those new connections. Yeah, definitely. I would say that, so like our ages are from middle school to high school, and the younger ones get partnered up with the older ones to learn the routes and like learn what we do and who we are and then they go and they do some service projects together and then eventually the younger ones will be able to go on their own service projects by themselves without the help of the older ones yeah i think that's part of especially like for us we're kind of divided between like summer camp YBC which is like kind of like a summer camp but it's through YBC and then like school year YBC which is more like high schoolers but I think especially mm -hmm. in the summer camp ones you have a wide mix of ages and <clears throat> I think that does help because even just for people coming into like a transit transitory period in their life like if they are like just graduating middle school that's really scary and you might meet someone over that summer who's like older in high school and they can like kind of help you through that or whatever and even during school year ybc like when i was in it last year i was an underclassman 
and I kind of looked up to a lot of the seniors who graduated at the end of last year and now we're going to recruit people you know what I mean to kind of fill those spaces and then you kind of become that for someone else and I think that that kind of um, service ethic movement is really like a positive thing for the community. Yeah. Um, so YVC also like helps with learning stuff for work and career development. So Rishab, do you want to talk about any like professional or hands-on skills that you've learned or got to practice at YVC? Um, I mean, the obvious one is teamwork, but underneath that you have the ability to talk to different ages, be it the organization you're talking to and the way you have to organize and contact them and set things up versus, you know, the younger kids, how you have to change the way you talk. It's just, it's very finite, but it's quite important in the uh, occupational world, you know, to change how you speak based on who you're talking to. Yeah, for sure. Especially like the examples you were giving about working with both younger kids and also younger kids in YVC and your community partners and whatever, you kind of have to learn how to communicate with uh, different ages, different like levels of respect, like that kind of thing. I think that's a, like communication for me definitely has been a big part of YVC for sure. Uh, for shop, what is your favorite part about being a YVC volunteer? Um, yeah, uh, I mean, this one that's given, it's the ability to give back, but I mean, it's the new friends you make, right? It, in the, I mean, in the summer, it's just, you're outside, you're having fun, you know, making new friends. It's just a very interactive and uh, entertaining space. Yes, most definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, I think that's kind of a hard question because it's hard to quantify, like, mm -hmm. between, like, all of the different, like, this sounds a little bit aggrandizing, but, like, there are so many, like, different facets of YBC, which is what I think makes it really exciting is because you have the, like, awesome service opportunities and, like, communication skills practice and career development but you also have like it's fun and that's what makes it like yeah. so awesome is that it's not like you know career development classes or like mm -hmm. uh mandatory service or something it's also fun so definitely agree and then Rishab, can you fill in the blank for this following sentence the world would be a better place if. Ooh, this is a very open-ended question. Yes. Um, definitely, let's see. If more people were receptive to the idea of giving back to their community, you don't even have to accept it. Just be receptive to it, consider it, and then make your decision from there. Yeah, well put. I mean, it's just like that idea of being open to, even if it's small opportunities, mm -hmm. you know? That's, yeah. All right, uh, thank you for taking the time to join us today. 
Before we close, is there anyone from your YVC that you want to give a shout out to? It could be um, an awesome volunteer, a program staff member, or a community partner. Uh, definitely, actually two people, definitely our bus driver from the summer, you know, had the awesome tunes, um, you know, just made it fun, made the bus rides entertaining. And um, actually, the, my fellow YBC member who introduced me to the opportunity to be here, uh, Rahul Balakrishnan, he, I believe he is also part of the IAB community. So I just, you know, thank you to him. Sweet. Yeah, so that's awesome. You know, uh, we want to give a shout out to our affiliates, Corvallis and St. Joseph. And we're just really glad that we got the chance to meet with you today and learn more about YBC experiences across our network. So, Thank you for having me. Yeah. We always close out our podcast with a piece of advice to other youth volunteers. Is there anything that you would give, like advice you'd share today? Um, definitely just have fun in the moment. I guess you're doing it for a greater purpose. But don't think of it that way. Think of it as just, you know, a new experience. And along the way, you'll learn a whole bunch of new things. Most definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, uh, thank you all for listening to YBC Summit, a virtual experience. This is Youth Voices, and make sure to tune in to hear more youth stories from around the network. Youth Voices is a podcast produced by Youth Volunteer Corps and their International Youth Advisory Board.